0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. You have reached the front porch sports radio hour. I'm Drake Colley. You are dialed into 101.7 WKOM and we are coming to you live from the studios right here on West 7th Street in Columbia, Tennessee, or some people say Columbia. And I'm joined. Some people do one, say that. And I'm, and I'm joined. By my left hand, man, Mister Lou Maddox, Big Lou, how are you this morning? I'm doing this afternoon? great, doing great. And what about Clayton the Claw Harris running the board? I, I, I'm,
0: a, I'm doing well, Drake. folks.
1: He's got a star, cold, uh, Starbucks cold coffee, and he is knocking that thing back, getting a shot of energy. Need it? We need we need a little energy this afternoon. We are going over a lot of stuff. We just got through with uh, the football jamboree on Friday night, which was a big success. And uh, how how was the crowd? It was broad. huge. It
0: was great. It's a great crowd.
1: Really, seriously. Uh, I, I didn't, absolutely. I left. Fantastic. We we did the show there live, folks, from the uh, Dan James Broadcast and Communication Center, high top, uh, the top floor of the Marion Wilhoit Press Box at the Jim Cartwright Football Field, uh, surrounded by the Lindsey Nelson Stadium.
0: Man, that's.
1: No, it was. You did right? it. You did it. Was that, that right? That's correct. Okay, that, that's right.
0: It's a good
2: memory.
1: But now we did. My, we did our. We did the show a little early, so I was out of there. I was out of there. Five, five, fifteen, five thirty, somewhere in there. And then, and then the crowd started coming in, right?
2: Yeah, every team traveled well. Every every all, so all they six brought, of them. They, oh, brought,
1: yeah. they brought folks from all around the area, which they is did. which is what a jamboree is all about. I mean, yeah, I
2: mean Spring Hill got a good win, twenty
0: four to eight, over Dixon County. Okay. Uh, Dixon County, a six A school over in Dixon, Tennessee, obviously. Uh, then the following game, uh, the game in between uh, the two was uh, Lewis County and Creekwood. That game ended at a zero zero score. And then Columbia Columbia Academy uh, finished it off Columbia with a 14-7 win. It was CA scoring. It was 14-0 through the pretty much the whole two quarters First. and then a very late
1: touchdown by CA to yeah. wipe that goose egg off the board. Yeah, they, you don't they, you don't they, want they, to go home
0: with the No, goals. no, I mean they scored with 25 seconds left in that last quarter of play, you know, Columbia, you know, Columbia got the ball back up 14-nothing and they 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 substituted put all their stars. Listen to this stat. Columbia had 13 total offensive plays that night. Their starters played six of them.
2: What? Yeah. 14 that, points.
0: That last drive Columbia Academy scored on, they took a lot of time off the clock. And Columbia – It was pretty
2: much the whole second quarter.
0: It really was. And those young kids, maybe third and short, fourth, they Columbia, they, they jumped off sides. You know, and it's not like college in the NFL where you can get back. Behind. Once you jump off sides, it's dead. And let's be honest; it's kind of the high school equivalent to preseason. What the NFL is, to correct season. I mean, that, you know, what it. I mean, yeah, correct. Yeah,
1: you're, it, it, you're out there playing, trying to get the kinks out, trying to see who can play what position, and uh, see and, and start filling in your depth chart. But uh, it's not the real; it's it's not the real thing. It's not regular season. It's not going to count on your record. So you're you're putting a lot of people in, and and you're just playing your starters minimally. Um, two series. Two series. Yeah. And then coming out. So but overall it's a good turnout. And real quick, I heard your I heard your interview with uh, coach uh Central's Columbia Central's new coach, Bobby Sharp, um, who came from Lewis County. Correct. Which is the county seat of Hohenwall is Lewis County. I mean the county seat, seat is Hohenwall of Lewis County is Hohenwall. Correct. Okay. Um but uh and I heard your interview, which is a terrific interview. Now did, were the Lewis County people kind of hanging around a little bit? Did 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 you notice? It, did you notice there's a lot of black yeah, and gold, yeah, black think, and gold, or yeah, they, black and they, yellow? And the
0: they hung you know, around. Yeah, they hung around to see. They're curious.
1: They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're curious to see what was going on and 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 watch Coach Sharp, who had been at Lewis County High School for thirty four years. Yeah, and took them to the playoffs thirty three out of those thirty four years.
0: Thirty three in a row. The only the only I mean, year they didn't was his first.
1: Imagine just being a, a young kid, five or six years old, and going to Lewis County football games until, and you're good enough to make the playoffs for until you're in your forties, and the coach leaves.
0: Right. I, it, now, that, 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 yeah, it's a shot. It was a
1: longevity. Shock. That. <laughs> I'm yeah. Kidding. I don't know. That's got to, I don't know. That's gotta be a record somewhere. I, I, I mean I just I just don't see how anybody could break that.
0: All I know is this. It's a home run hire by Central. Absolutely. A home run hire. Real
1: good. I hope I hope everything turns out great and, and Columbia needs to uh needs to get get back. You know, they need to bring sexy back. You know what I'm talking about? I, I and agree. what's
0: sexier than winning? Correct. What's sexier than being a winner? I mean, come on. I agree. I no, I, I mean I, 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 I I agree 100%. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, last year was the first home playoff game Columbia's hosted since 2012. Yep. So almost a decade. And then you guys got the win that that uh, that night against Mount Juliet. What a lot of people don't realize, that win against Mount Juliet, Drake, was the first win against, a, against an opponent that was at the 5A level, that had a winning record in nearly a decade. Wow. That's think, th- a, think
1: about that. That's a long, that's a long. You hadn't beaten anybody. That's a long dang time. You I'm hadn't beaten anybody you right. in
0: your classification with a winning record in nearly a decade. So, yeah. Well,
1: you know, here's a good go. night. Hey, yeah. Let's turn,
0: like Bob Seger says,
1: turn the page. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, Correct. Let's, let's turn the page and move on and uh, to bigger and better things, right?
0: Right. I mean, I think the goal's got to be Chattanooga. <laughs> There you go.
1: All right. Uh, so that's what's going on in the high school uh, in the high school world. They got the jamboree out of the way. And I guess pr- uh, the regular season starts this week, is it?
0: The game of the week will be on the road, Columbia versus Marshall County.
1: So we are are we going over to Lewisburg? Is that what's Well, oh, I,
0: I, not, not not yet the, the the whole announcement hadn't come out yet about okay. what we're going to be doing, but the game of the week that you can hear on both stations 101.7 and 103.7 will be Columbia-Marshall County forever. Friday
1: night. Friday night, kickoff at 7. Is that all the high schools? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock kickoff this coming Friday night will be Columbia Central High School Lions on the road at
0: Marshall County or Lewisburg, Tennessee, right? Preston Hopkins Field. Preston be,
2: Hopkins Field. It'll and, be an absolute slugfest.
0: Oh, and it'll be packed um, – and, and actually, every school in the county is on the road this week.
1: Okay. All so, right. Well, they're they're so all away games. So. They're
0: all they're all away games. So,
1: and normally, if you go away, you come back and play at home. I'm not sure how the other. I'm, Spring, Spring
0: Hills going to Kentucky. Wow. They're get they're getting paid a nice little really little to go. piece to go to Kentucky. Well, isn't that nice? And well. then uh, Mount Pleasant's going to East Hickman. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, obviously, if you had to choose that. And again Lewis remembers uh, the game from last year. Uh, we had some ejections and law enforcement issues. So, yeah, uh, hey, well, let's hope it's, it's going to be fun. Well, it's going to be fun. Well, yeah.
1: you know what? I I I understand the ejections and the adrenaline and and the competition factor, but we need, you know, hopefully it's it's a sporting event. Let's just try to keep the law enforcement uh, doing their jobs outside outside of the field and off the field and 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 away from the fans and and so forth you know what I mean oh I agree I'd rather I, have them do I, their I, job handling the traffic and any type of, of stuff like that rather than dealing with fans football players or coaches or anybody
0: else I mean, yeah. well that 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 problem has been resolved okay uh, so uh, they'll be going to Kentucky this weekend
1: okay another uh, another announcement now. Coach Ramsey, that was the girls' middle school Spring Hill Middle School girls' basketball coach. Coach Ramsey uh, is being promoted to the Spring Hill High School girls' basketball coach. I saw that in the news today, and uh, I've called some games with Coach Ramsey. He's a fine fella, good coach, and gets a lot out of his girls. And uh, congratulations to him and the Spring Hill Lady Raiders. That will be getting their new head coach put in place. Uh, probably as of right now. Um, sure,
0: uh, that, that that's a big hire for them. It's kind of unusual to go into a school year without a without a coach without a coach. Yeah, right. so Well,
1: late? You know, sometimes you know, sometimes it's hard to find a. a it's it's tough to find a faculty member that. That is willing to take on that job because it's a. It takes up, as you know, it takes up tons of time, and it uh, and you kind of put yourself out there a little bit uh, in the public, public, public eye. And it's tough to. Sometimes it's tough to find
0: people that want to want to do that. I mean, you know, that want to want to be out there, kind of. And if I'm not mistaken, I thought the Spring Hill girls basketball, they, they've been okay the past couple of years, had not they?
1: They haven't been terrible. No. No, I mean, you know, they're, they're competitive. They, yeah. There you
0: go. It's competitive.
1: We'll take it. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations to Coach Ramsey and all the best of luck to him. Now, um, what else is going on? The T2S, uh, this is high school. Let's let's talk a little bit more about high school stuff. The TAA is voting today on reclassification. And, you know, it's it's a little – to use a, a, a guy I know to his turn, it's a little convoluted. It's a little, it's a little kind of jumbled up on 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 what they're going to do. Um, but the plan is designed to address three issues with the state's four four class format in Division One for basketball, baseball, softball, uh, and softball, um, and probably more than likely it's to. Knocked down on traveling, I would say Clayton. Is that I mean, is that are they, they're going to try to? Uh, it seems like well, they voted this morning at, at nine. I'm not sure how that how yeah. that came out. And if if they voted to reclassify, it won't affect coming to effect till the
0: 23 24 season. It says the TWWA Board of Control met Monday at the Wilson County Board of Education. The board discussed classification and voted to extend the current classification cycle for another two years, 2023-2024 and 2024-2025 school years. 20th day enrollments will be gathered from the member schools next month to begin the process of classifying and drawing new district alignments. The board also examined and approved a proposal from the state office to implement a scheduling process for football region games that would be better spread, uh, region games from week to week and guarantees that schools can play region games on Fridays and have adequate officiating on those dates. This plan would be in place for the 2023, 2024 seasons. The state office will ask that each school will ask each school what their preferred open date is and respect that date when compiling region schedules. Region schedules will then be sent to the schools and published once the board of control approves the classification and region alignments in November. Um, so, yeah, there you go. They also welcomed two new schools as new members, Clayton Bradley Academy and Independent School in Maryville and Monroe County Virtual School, located in Madisonville, were both accepted and approved for membership in the TSSAA. Okay. So that's it. I mean, so well, I, I guess they did not approve the no, one thing they talked they
1: probably deferred it for a couple of years. Yes. and And, and what they're basically doing is just readjusting classifications based on enrollment, um, uh, under uh, –
0: Stay below 1,500 Columbia Central if you're listening.
1: There are 16 districts right yeah. now that average five, five schools in basketball, four teams advanced from the district tournament to the regional final, the top two teams in baseball, and softball advanced to a regional. Uh, that system could remain if the board chose, which they chose to keep it in place. Uh, But it also could decide to move back to a three-classification model. Not
0: going to do it. They won't. You know why. But... They're not going to take away the money they're making where, on an extra where, championship game.
1: Have you got my music loaded down? We could, we could, we could play that right there, Gino. You know, yeah, oh, I know at the start of Pink Floyd's "Money." You know the cash register thing. and that's exactly know, yeah. that's what's For going some, on. Remember, I
0: had to improvise. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, we're, sorry. We're, 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 that's okay.
1: That's all right. we're, we're, we're gonna get. But you no, the,
0: you're correct. cha ching They're I mean, not gonna get rid of a classification championship game absolutely. because of the money.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Hello, Cookville.
1: Hello, Murfreesboro. Hello, you know, whatever, whatever else. I mean, you know, so, um, so that's what's going on in the world of high school sports right now. Like I said, everybody's getting uh, 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 ramped up and vamped up and jammed up for high school football. Um, And also, uh, we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk about some baseball and some hot topics in the world of sports that have been uh, happened over the weekend. Maybe talk a little preseason. What, what, if any of us watched preseason, what we saw, what we liked. Maybe some players that we're uh, familiar with that got some playing time in preseason games. There's a couple I'd like to talk about. One played at Tennessee, and he also played in Nashville. So... Uh, don't go anywhere, guys. We're going to be right back. This is the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher,
3: asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius,
0: have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone
3: tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself.
0: Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
1: Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake Colley, joined by Lou Maddox and Clayton the Claw Harris. You guys are listening live to us right now on WKOM 101.7 FM. And we are in the studios right here located on West 7th Street. If you guys have a uh, anything, opinion, complaint, a... Pat on the back, whatever you want to send to us, you can do it at 931-626-3131. And before we took our break, I said we we're going to talk about some guys that played this past weekend that that you guys might know. And one of them is Mr. Ty Chandler, uh, who played at Montgomery Bell Academy for the Big Red. Aren't they the Big Red, Clayton? That's it, the Big Red. Okay, so he played for the Big Red. And Ty Chandler, I mean he he got down against uh, Las Vegas this past, past weekend. He had, I think, five carries, five carries for fifty yards. His most explosive play came when he returned a kickoff back fifty six yards in the in the third quarter. Um, and
0: people remember Ty Chandler because he went from NBA to Tennessee. Yeah, he was a brick by brick guy. He was brought in by um, okay. Butch Jones, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Lewis? Yeah, about that time. And then he left Tennessee and went to North Carolina. Correct. Went and joined Mac Brown for a year and never to be heard from again until today. Right. I mean and I tell you what, for the Vikings, he he looks pretty good and
1: uh their coach uh uh just couldn't say enough about him. Uh he said – this is what the coach said. He said, Ty is pretty decisive in the run game. He puts his foot down, getting north and south. Um, and there was a really big kick return that got us going on that drive. But be able to be able to flip the field like Ty did on that kick return uh, activated a little momentum in our favor. And so it's good to see – you know, I'm always for the local guy. I mean, you know, if we sure. – we can get a Tennessee guy, Nashville guy, Columbia guy, whoever, wherever they come from, if they come from the state of Tennessee or around our area, I am all, way, all in on supporting him and them 100%. Um, and we had uh, Mr. Weathers.
0: Yeah, David Weathers. His son, His son, Ryan, Ryan.
1: Ryan, yeah. Ryan, who came out of Loretta High School, Loretta Mustangs down in South Lawrence County, um, was drafted by the San Diego Padres, and um, no real news to report on Ryan right now. He has been working back up through the minor league systems, um, but you know, he's got that He's got that golden left. He's, he's a left-handed. He's pick. a lefty that throws it, ninety. Yeah. Right. I mean that's and that's the golden ticket, right? And I'm not Absolutely. talking about going to Willy Wonka. I'm talking about big uh, bucks. Yeah, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. So, congratulations to him, and we look forward to seeing him move up in the majors once he gets everything settled out. And you know, there's been there's probably there's been one more roster spot. There's been one more roster spot made for the majors, uh, for the Padres right now, and that's uh, uh, I don't know if Ryan can play that spot in the majors, but he, somebody's they're going to have to replace Fernando Tatis Jr., who just got suspended for 80 games uh, for PEDs. performance enhancing drugs, and um, you know I don't yeah you know, he's 23 years old. I mean what do you I mean, you know, I can see Roger Clemens getting up I I mean I don't I, I don't condone it. Right. But I I mean I, I it, You can see an older it ma- athlete It makes know. more sense to have Roger to
2: not do it in your prime.
1: I mean you're, in your you're twenty you know, three years yeah. old, man. What what do you do you know? He and he quote quote accidentally in ingested it accidentally. He said, uh, yeah, of course. And that's I don't that's know. How that I, always happens. I don't know exactly how you ingest that accidentally. Um, you know. you know, he's obviously a superstar. He's got this bat home run hitting bat tossing bravado that he, he does after, you know, and he's pounds his chest and does all that fun stuff that I, all the fans love. But you know, you, he turn around and you test positive for for performance enhancing drugs, and your all star status for your team is gone for over eighty games, which will nearly which, half the season. Which starts now and will move on into next season. So the Padres, so there's team there. There's people on the Padres team. They just they just traded for Juan Soto. Yeah, I mean arguably one of the biggest hitters in Major League Baseball right now and going to cost the Padres a lot of cabbage. I mean a lot of money. And guess what? They don't have they don't have their their one their their I guess their second of the one two punch or the first of the one two punch, however you want to look at it because Fernando Tatís Jr. is going Tatís Jr. is going to be sitting uh, at home,
0: because he accidentally Inge- injected in- himself in- with in- PEDs. Ingested. Inge- oh, sorry, ingested.
1: ingested. So he swallowed something accidentally that didn't. I hate it when that happens. I, I know. It's like, it's like, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, that Lou. love to be like Big Lou right here, folks. It, in his in his physical prowess, prime, taking something that you know he. I
2: wouldn't call it prime.
1: Well, okay, I right. well, you know. I mean, you know, come on, man, you're I mean, going to be yeah. a freshman at MTSU in right in the, in the next couple of weeks. If yeah. that's not prime, I want to know what I, is. I
0: agree. I agree. I mean, come on,
1: but uh, so that's a spot, and and that's and and that performance enhancing drug type situation is really um, just just so hard to understand right now, and 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 really the question is. Did Fernando Tatis Jr. let his teammates down? Of let course Sa- it is. Let San Diego down. I mean, they're in the chase for the wild card. They're more than likely going to play the Braves in the wild card, National League wild card situation. And,
0: you know, now without him. You and, know, and what does this do to his legacy moving forward? Think about all the guys from the 90s era that are not in the Hall of Fame. Well Sammy Sosa, Barry, Barry Bonds. And
1: when their name when their name is mentioned, what, what pops into what PEDs. pops into people's heads that PEDs. know
0: their that knows their history.
1: Mark McGuire. Uh well uh, uh, Roger Arod. A-Rod. Yeah. Roger I mean out. listen, I, nobody's nobody's a bigger Red Sox fan and Roger Clemens fan when Clemens was playing for the Red Sox. Of course his last year he's with the Red Sox before he went to the Yankees. He's like four and sixteen. I mean, right. literally, literally something like that. And then the next year, the he Rock goes, he, back. He goes. He goes. To the Yankees. And he's sixteen and four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and so you're
0: a, you're a Curt Schilling guy, though, right?
1: I'm a Curt Schilling, blood in the sock and all that. All that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know. But but then again, I, I grew up since 1975 watching the Red Sox. So there's uh, Pedro Martinez and there's good. Jim Rice and Louis Tiant. I mean, there's a lot of Tons of, of of Red Sox history going Buckner. going going back going back that far. Yeah, Buckner, <laughs> no, the, the, the farm league grounder. Golly! But uh, so anyway, I, I just it, it's just a shame that uh, people people get as far as they get, and they're as fortunate, and they get paid millions and millions of dollars to play a kid's game, right? And they they put themselves and put their teammates in a situation. Once they get to that pinnacle of professional sports and get on the doorstep of getting to the playoffs, what everybody's been working for their whole life, they get to that point, and then all of a sudden, one of your main cogs in the wheel is pulled out because they chose to take something. Accidentally. Ingest accidentally. <laughs> some, <laughs> something that they, a banned substance that they knew they should not take. And, and you know, the thing about Tatis is uh, – you know, he he started out a season ago. He had a mo- he was on a motorcycle and had a motorcycle accident, yeah. and missed part of the season and missed training and just kind of you know that you know it, and it wasn't Ben Roethlisberger type situation when Ben had his motorcycle accident. Right, right, Ben had already been in the league for a long time. I mean, a twenty three year old guy. You know, you you the, it's not far b- before uh, spring training and then spring training and then, you know and he's out there riding around on a motorcycle has a wreck can't can't be with his teammates and now this with the peds
2: has, a little irresponsible sounding
1: right and that's what the front office kind of relayed when they when they were asked about him and there's a couple of teammates that said hey you know what we're going with what's in this locker room right now sure we're, it could be it we're could, not it could rally them together it very well it very well could mortar mm-hmm. mortar all those guys uh, uh into something that that you know that that could be something very special, but it's something to keep your eye on. I know we have a lot of Braves fans that are listening, and and, and rightly so here in the South.
0: And they got a huge game tonight against the Mets. Yeah.
1: So, you know, the Braves are fighting, and the San Diego Padres are fighting, but they're going to fight without Fernando Tatis uh, Jr. because of PEDs. But, you know, uh, life goes on. Um, let's see. What else we want to get into today? I'll tell you what. Why don't we Why don't we talk a little bit about uh, what almost Almost happened for the Tampa Bay Rays this weekend? Um, there is a they have a pitcher named Drew Rasmussen, mm-hmm. and Drew had a perfect game going into the ninth inning. Oh. A perfect game. Now, let me give you let me give you a little back the start to that story. I'm about to look, say I haven't
0: heard of this, so this doesn't this doesn't go there, well.
1: Now let me I mean, you know, uh <clears throat> there have been nearly two hundred and thirty-five thousand baseball games played at the major league level since eighteen seventy-six. So let's say a quarter of a million baseball games since eighteen seventy-six. How many okay, Clayton, how many perfect games out of 235,000. Take a guess. 20. You take a guess. 13. There have been 23 perfect games thrown since 1876. 23 of them. And Mr. Rasmussen had a chance to go down in history. Um, Greg Maddox never threw one. Roger Clemens, Tom Seaver, Nolan Ryan. Uh, you know who has Philip Humber? Who the hell's Philip? Who the where? Who the hell's Philip Humber? Uh, Tom Browning, Lynn Barker. Uh, you know, so no one has thrown a perfect game since August fifteenth, which is today, ten years ago. So it's been ten years. The White Sox pitcher, maybe, since anyone has. Uh no, Felix Hernandez did it for the Mariners. Okay, okay. So anyway, Mr. Rasmussen was pitching um against the Baltimore Orioles. And he had a perfect game going into the ninth inning. Um, and uh first pitch. ah, oh. 86 mile an hour cutter and Jorge Mateo for Baltimore Orioles. Uh Ripped it down the left field line for a double. So no, the perfect, man. perfect game was over at that point. Not a, that's
2: not a that's not yeah. a double. That's a knife in the back, right there. I, I,
1: and he'd only thrown seventy nine pitches to that point. That's incredible. That's he, less, that's less than only, ten an in inning. He only got to a three ball count twice, and that happened in the second inning back to back. Other than that, he never got to a three ball count. He deserved he, it. He threw seventy nine pitches, and. uh and you know what that they interviewed him after the game? He said, Yeah, well, I mean, I'll take it is what Rasmussen said. I'll take it.
0: I mean they won the game. Yeah, right? absolutely. They won yeah. the game. You
1: know, he goes, eight perfect inning it helps our team's chance of winning, Rasmussen said. I wouldn't say it was disappointing. He said I came that close and very, very few can say that they've done that. And he's right. Which we just showed that, you know, how close you can come without getting there. I mean, you know, we I tell you,
0: uh, he can say what he wants. That had to hurt. That had to hurt.
1: And I'll tell you another local guy that came pretty close to um, – I can't remember whether it was a no hitter or perfect, but there was a pitch. Uh, there's our our buddy here who had a restaurant in town. His nephew William Van Landingham,
0: yes, that pitched at the Giants
1: uh, the, for the San Francisco Giants, but he played high school ball BGA, and he played at University of Kentucky for college. Mm-hmm. Got drafted by the Giants, went went pitch for went pitch for the Giants. And I and I'm not if I'm I'm pretty pretty sure on this, if I you know, I'm, I'm getting a little up in age and my memory you know slips a little. But William Van Landingham took a couple of games, maybe one into the seventh, late seventh, early eighth inning, no hitter, and maybe another time he might have had a perfect setup. Um but it was to no avail. Both of them got canceled there in the late innings. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing how hard that is to do. And we're sorry about Mr. Rasmussen. But, hey, there's always next time you go out. Right? That's it. Yeah. Always, always looking for that perfect game. All right, we're going to take our second break. I'm Drake Colley. You're listening to Sports, uh, Front Porch Sports Radio Hour here on WKOM 101.7. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk some NFL preseason when you get back.
3: High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials, so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment, so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches, so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation, so I can get focused for the big game. Helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it.
0: From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
1: Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Lou and Clayton, and we are on one oh. Excuse me. Yeah, one, that's right. One oh one point seven WKOM FM on your dial from four to five on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And uh, we were just talking a little bit of uh, Major League Baseball. Another uh, tidbit of news. O'Shea is that the way you pronounce his name? O'Shea Otani. Oh, Osh- Shay. Oh, Osh- 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 Ota- It's Otani. I know. I, 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 I think it's. Osh- anyway, I think it's O'Shea. The American. Maybe the American. Shohei. I I Shohei. It's
2: Shohei. It's Shohei. It's Shohei. Shohei, not O'Shea. It's Shohei Otani. I know who Bobby O'Shea is.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, that guy is. I think it's Shohei. That dude He's insane, is insane.
2: Whatever his name is. That dude good. is
1: bad to bone. Yes, he is. You know what he did. He, you know, he did. It hasn't been done since 1918, and a very famous baseball player did that. Did this feat? Now, if you think about it, uh, what? Os- Osagi? What? What? What is it? Oh, Sho- Shohei! Shohei!
0: Shohei! Shohei!
1: Shohei!
0: I think <laughs> Lewis knew all along how to say it. He That's was, what he was He's over here punt.
1: grinning. He was letting me. He's letting me stumble all over the. Just just whack a little his, bit.
0: I thought you would whack get his it.
1: name. No, well, I, obviously I couldn't. But what's his name? Shohei Ohtani. Shohei Ohtani did this. It hasn't been done in 104 years since George. But, yeah. Since Babe Ruth did it as a Boston Red Sox uh, player, and what he did is he posted double wins as a pitcher and double digits home in home runs. Twenty-five home runs, twenty-five home runs, and ten wins. So, congratulations to him. And he is just, imagine how, imagine, I mean, he's a big dude, but imagine how big he is in
0: Japan. Oh, I'm telling you. And yeah. I'm
1: not just talking about stat, I'm not talking about <laughs> physically. <laughs> no, no, he's I, a big dude in Japan. You're right. but, but he is really a big dude, you know, in the public eye of Japan
0: and, Japan. and I know you won't like to hear this, but whenever he becomes a free agent, he'll look really good in that New York Yankees pinstripe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, that's where he'll end up. Well, at some point. I mean, you know, you go where the
1: money is. That's I'm it. I'm not, not inevitable. advocate. I'm not mad at him, but I mean, you know, who was the other big? They had another big Japanese player. They called. Did they call him Godzilla or, or – When there was there, the Yankees had another big.
0: Blue, don't let us walk the plank on
2: this. One. I don't. I don't know this one. But
1: anyway, uh, he was he was another big hitter that, but he was not a pitcher, but he could hit the ball a long way. So yeah, I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. Um, you know that's that's just part of it. But anyway. Let's move on to some NFL news. Bud Dupree, the 29-year-old defensive end, is he a defensive he, I believe that's defensive correct. Defensive end.
2: Outside linebacker technically, but he he has his hand in the dirt.
1: Okay, so he he can he'll he'll play either up or down. Mm-hmm. Either, either yep. one. Well, he pleaded guilty to uh a lesser charge uh in the court system today. He obviously got into um, a little altercation, and he he pled guilty to a lesser assault charge in Nashville uh, today and was sentenced to six months probation, um, according to the court records.
0: Didn't he beat up a guy at a Walgreens?
1: Well, the deal was kind of like this. Uh, In January, the Nashville Police Department said that after a verbal altercation between a 20 year old male employee of Walgreens and some individuals who had entered the store. Uh, the subjects then
0: re-entered the store with Dupree with them. Oh, so hey, hang on, let me go get my my buddy yeah. who plays. <laughs> and, and, for the I, and yeah. And yeah. It walks a defen- an NFL defensive
1: end, you know. And this, and and so, mm-hmm. uh, and so they went out. They they got in an argument with the guy. I guess so. Uh, somebody working at Walgreens, and then they left, and then they came back in. And Bud Dupree was with them. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, d- uh, allegedly, Dupree grabbed the employee and his phone and then was involved in a physical altercation with the employee before leaving. Uh, the Titans declined to comment on that today, and the 29-year-old Dupree Dupree is entering his second season with the Titans after signing a five-year, eighty-two and a half million-dollar contract as a free agent last year. So, um, you know, Bud, you know, you're above all that, brother. Come on, now, you, you, you can you, you can eighty-two million-dollar contract, what, I mean, Bud. You know, what, yeah. what are you hanging out with some guys that are that are that are that are that are, are given the? The clerk at Walgreens have uh, someone over in Green
2: Hills a hard time for
1: I don't understand Door-
2: hire hire somebody to go to Walgreens for you, you <laughs> it's, call, it's called DoorDash but yeah. I
1: mean exactly what I mean what are you doing I did you see the,
2: I did see the video this was like a year ago when this took place but I did see the video and there didn't there wasn't any physical anything shown on the video just verbal but.
1: It's just a lot of probably a lot of screaming back and forth. It was,
2: it was. But I'm I'm sure there'll be a civil suit at some point.
1: Well, this week, uh, speaking of the Titans, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady coming too.
2: Not Tom Brady.
1: Well, what do you, what do you mean not Tom
2: Brady? Tom Brady. He's taking a a ten day leave and won't be back until after this oh, game. Oh, yeah well. he's he's not he's not even on the trip. Well, okay. Well, then, well he I mean he's not going to play anyways. Right, yeah. but I mean
1: yeah he's. He's part of the. He he's he, part of the Tampa Bay Bucks still, right? He, he hadn't left. He hadn't left the Bucks. No, no, he would have okay. been
2: practicing though. With the they're having uh-huh. joint practices all week. And and, he's missing that. And too. one of Columbia's Shaq Mason. Home,
1: homegrown boys is Shaq uh, Mason is going to be in Nashville. So. You know what
0: Shaq's middle name is? What's that? Elijah one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Really? That's yes, crazy. Sir. You got to remember. Around the time Shaq was born, you had the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets in the NBA Finals with Shaquille O'Neal and the league MVP at the time, Hakeem Olajuwon. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Named after wow. two great post players. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah,
0: he'll be in town with the Buccaneers. Uh, don't know if we'll see Shaq or not. Last time he came to town with the Patriots, he did not play in the preseason. So, it. There's just so much risk in playing the. They're already going to get beat up throughout the regular season. Now that they've added another game, sure, a seventeen. Sure. So I mean, again, th- this is the time of the year, and we talked about jamboree. This is the time of the year where the guys like uh, the kid from Tyson Chandler, the kid you mentioned from NBA, Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler. Uh, guys yeah. like that get their opportunity, yeah, because they got they got to get down to a fifty-four man roster. Somehow, some way, and the only way they're going to do that is by evaluating film and getting these guys and, out there to and on. Not, everyone. And he's not Dalvin Cook for the Minnesota for the Minnesota. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean I mean, Dalvin
1: that. Cook is going to be the man uh, until he until he possibly gets hurt. But if he does get hurt, <laughs> preseason allows them to sign him to
0: a practice
1: squad or, or, or evaluate evaluate what what's he what, what he what he can do for us mm-hmm. moving forward in case. Our uh, number ones, or and number two goes down,
0: which could easily happen. Happens in the NFL. happens every year. Running happen, backs um, happens every single year. I, I think th- the expected uh, NFL career Less for running back years. is like three years. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so uh, this, and I'm assuming it's a Saturday night game. Uh, it is. Uh, it's Saturday night game. Six uh, o'clock. Six o'clock. Thank God they're not playing it. These preseason games at two. F- Three in the afternoon, they're at least giving a few more hours for that sun to set and get off the field and off of some of these fans and the players. Correct. I mean, it just makes sense, you know. And I guarantee you, downtown Nashville is much more hustling and bustling with the game being in the evening than it is with it being in the afternoon. I've always preferred, I don't see why Nashville doesn't get more, does not have more. Uh, three three fifteen starts, three twenty five starts. I agree. It's much more fun. People are people are out of church. They've got time to get home, grab a lunch, get everything together, go head to the stadium, maybe do a little tailgating, a little socializing, then go in at three fifteen, three twenty five, play the game. And we're in Central Time. It's not. It's not like we're on the East Coast. Right. It's not like we're. we're we're asking for a 425 start like the Giants or the Jets or Jaguars or anybody down that East Coast on or anybody on uh, East Coast time or Eastern Standard Time. We're in the Central Time Division. We need – why don't we have more games at three fifteen? Because of TV. I, I, I mean, is it that, is TV. I
2: get, it's t- TV. it's t- TV. It's CBS. That's CBS. Who only puts the Broncos and the Patriots on, and the, and the Dallas Chargers Cowboys. and the Raiders, and, and the, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's uh, the AFC West is like the only group that get, they get one of those teams gets that slot every single week. I mean, that's why we need a dome too. We need a dome or
0: a stadium with a retractable roof. Need to copy Hard Rock. That way, Miami. That way, we move. can. Host a Super Bowl, host a SEC championship game, well, no, host a minute. college football player.
1: Look, they had a Super Bowl in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. I, oh, you know, I, agree. So I so agree. I'm not going for all that. They're I just well, but, they're just jerking us around on that's that's that a one. terrible they're, Super and, Bowl, p- pot-
0: potentially in Olympics as well. You know.
1: Well, I'm just saying. But anyway, I prefer three fifty. Listen, I'll go to a twelve o'clock game. Don't get me wrong, but I prefer the the. I think the the most fun. I most fun. I have much more fun. It's much more relaxing to go to a three fifteen start than it is a twelve o'clock start. Could that's not, just, could not that's not just my more. personal opinion. It's too. hot
2: at noon in September. Yeah,
1: it's hot. It, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Hot. It, it's hot all the way, pretty much up up through uh, middle of October yeah. on. All I can the even end of say it. Halloween. Yeah, I mean you know. Yeah. So it is what it is. We are uh, approaching the last few minutes of our show. Uh, we certainly want to thank you all for tuning in. You're listening to the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley with L- Big Lou Maddox and Clayton the Claw Harris running the board for us. And um, we're just going to talk. We're going to talk sports on this show, uh, guys. And we're going to talk a few picks. And I'll tell you what I did this past week.
0: How that? How the Magic Eight Ball? Three and two. There we go. Hello. There we go. Three and two. Well, I mean, winning. That's a winner. Do we have a Monday night football game tonight? No,
1: there's no, no Monday night football. But the Magic Eight Ball went the Magic Eight Ball went three and two against the spread, and that's preseason, baby. I mean, dude, we're just yeah. getting warmed up. Yeah, preseason's I mean, hard to pick.
0: It is hard to pick because you
1: don't. I mean, you don't, you don't know what everybody's go playing. On. That's right, and you you have no that's idea what, who's going to do what or who's. You know, you're you're really kind of betting on the who who the best second string quarterback is. Uh, yeah. And that's not yeah. and that's not that's not a good way to gamble your money. That's not a good. It's not an easy thing to gauge. That's not a good solid wager. But uh, the, magic a- the magic, the a- magic, my magic eight ball went three and two, so we're we're in the green right now. Um, and I'm gonna, I've, I've got take a little trip this week, but I'll see if the magic eight ball can't call in on. Uh, we might get a magic eight eight ball call in on Friday. Friday, yeah, to see what's going on with those games. You're heading to the desert. I'm going to the desert. The wife and I are going to go out to uh, Las Vegas for a few nights and just have a good time. We're going to eat well, drink well, and hopefully come out ahead on the tables, which, look, if I can go out there and and get back on the plane to come home with as much money as I got on the plane to go out there with, if I can just break even, I'm – just the happiest man in the state of Tennessee. Where are you uh, staying at, Drake? We're going to stay at Mandalay Bay this go-to. right. All right. right. So, you know, All right. We, we like Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Get, it's, it's hooked right there uh, on the south end of the strip, and it's hooked on to the Luxor. And uh, we get to in, enjoy the best of both worlds right there. But then we always take one night. We always go back down to the Fremont Experience, uh, which is the old uh, part, old strip of uh Las Vegas, where the Four Queens and the Golden Nugget and all those fun places are—the old school kind of Vegas. It's fun to go down there. So we're just so excited, so excited uh, about about getting on that and, and and heading out west for a few nights. And uh, but you guys will not—I won't be around for a couple of days. You all gonna to have to hold this thing.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll, we'll probably, uh, we'll be, we'll right probably do our show live from Lewisburg on. Uh, Friday. But if
1: you text and remind me, I'll i I'm gonna take the I'm gonna pack the magic eight ball. And pack it. I'm gonna, I'm take gonna it take with you. I'm gonna take it to Vegas, and we'll uh, we'll we'll try to get some picks for you. Thank you all for joining us. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with Drake, Collie, Lou Maddox, and Clayton Harris. And the next time we'll be on is Thursday afternoon at four. Write it down. Thursday afternoon at four. 101.7 FM.